Hey, everybody, this is Jared. Just had a quick announcement before we get into this week's episode. Due to some personal circumstances, we were not able to record a new episode for this week. So instead, we're bringing you a replay of one of our old episodes from the archive, going all the way back to episode 38, Best and Worst Games in a Series. Thought it would be fun to throw it back to one of our older episodes, especially one that is more on an evergreen topic like Best and Worst Games in a Series, and also... Zach's in the episode, so it's a nice little throwback all the way around. So you might notice a few things different in the normal format of the show just because, hey, it's an older episode and things change. But we hope you enjoy this throwback to the past. So, without further ado, enjoy episode 38, Best and Worst Games in a Series. All right, how about if I start? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Chief Jeff. No, I can't do it. No, (laughs) come on. on. Just give it a shot. (laughs) I don't know this feel. I I always tune him out when he starts. I mean, I get that. I know. I'm like editing the video later, and I'm like doing the spiel, and you're on your phone normally, and I'm just like... I'm usually what I, I'm thinking like, what am I going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, what what's the topic? What, what are we doing? Say? What are we doing? All right, you can start. We're ready. <laughs> what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. Hey, hey. <laughs> Love, Why is that funny? I don't know because you always bring something new, so I never know what I got, it's going to be. Change it up. I know. I know. Yeah. It's good. That's good. One day, I like it. I got to figure new things out to say. <laughs> I don't know any other languages. But if this is your first time listening to Team Jet Podcast, we are a video game podcast where we will talk about games that we love and sometimes games that we hate, and we'll do that through top three lists, discussion, debates, reviews, and every once in a while, a guest. <gasps> Could be you, Had a couple listener. guests. Could, Could be, be you. Certain number. Could be <laughs> you. But if you would like to get in contact with us to send us a question, comment, general feedback about the show, or topic idea, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Twitter and Facebook at Team Chat Podcast, and subscribing to YouTube where you can watch the episodes in video format. And also... If you would like to support the show, you can also do that by going to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, where for as little as $1 a month, Sarah McLaughlin music, cute now, <laughs> you can help support the show In the arms and also the you'll help us achieve our dreams. And in return, we will, not only will we give you great content of these episodes, we will also provide you with cool perks like getting each episode early before it's Tuesday release. But if you don't want to do that, that's totally fine because we still love making this podcast and giving you great content each and every week. The team chat promise, the team chat guarantee. Again, if you'd like to check that out, that's patreon.com slash team chat podcast. I can't believe, I can't wait to we're like have a, a motherboard of, of sound design, like a real radio. That'd be awesome, oh, yeah, right? Oh, boy, cool. You're listening to team chat. Oh my God. I would turn it off so fast. They suck so hard. I feel like our Sarah McLaughlin music kind of threw you off. You no, cued it. I, I, it I, I called for it. You guys delivered yeah, it. And then I slowed down my do? tempo to match the cadence of the song. I'll, I'll it was great. I'll look up the real lyrics next time. Yeah, we'll get all it. I know is in the arms of the angel. Oh, it's in the arms of the angel? I thought it was the angel. The angel's supposed to be carrying those sweet, poor puppies and kitties. To heaven. That's the only reason why I know the lyrics. That one line is because that's all I hear before I turn off the commercial. Like, nope, don't feel like crying today. Those commercials are long. And they're so Yeah, why are they like two? Minutes. Seriously, yeah, they're so long. long. Like yeah. that's the whole commercial break, and then you're back to your SpongeBob, and you're I know. Like, oh, man. Like, oh, I know. It's really ruined the flow. <laughs> yeah, my SpongeBob is bad for children. But 
before we get into the episode, since we're still getting used <laughs> to this, <laughs> we'll talk about, and I'll, I'll need to, boy. oh wait, I need to give like some kind of Let's weird restart the podcast. Restart. No, no restarts. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> but, so the song for last week, uh, we will add in later the uh, person who won. But the song from last week that we is Silver for Monsters from The Witcher 3 soundtrack. That hint was good. Thank you. Good hint. Hint. It was a good hint. I, and I appreciate the way our hints are going. Yeah. For, more uh, like riddles. Yeah. Like it was I very cryptic. Yeah, it was yeah. good. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Witcher series, silver swords are used for fighting monsters. Steel is used for fighting humans. So when nice. you're fighting monsters, which the song is called Silver for Monsters, silver is better than steel. <laughs> that was my very good sir very good very good thank you thank you very sir clever. but yeah so uh we'll add in this and blank won the contest this week so congratulations oh, you gotcha. <laughs> if yeah, anyone gonna, won at all i'm gonna add them in later <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so stick around for the end of this episode where we will uh, Zach will give us another song for you all to guess mm. the, the game, which game I got, it's from. I have a good hint. He'll have a hint as well, so stick around for that at the end of the episode. Or, you know, whatever. Skip ahead if you don't like hearing us talk. Yeah, but, uh, this is a video game music at the end. Hey, that's not a bad deal. This is a we, good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a weekly hey. dose of soundtracks. A sick an intro 15, followed by a great outro. Just, just mute, but I'm telling you, other than that, they do a really that good job. That last five seconds. Man, you, that's real winner. where it's at. <laughs> that's where <laughs> so today, the topic of today's show is best and worst of a game series. <clears throat> so this is a this is going to be good. This is going to be good. So we each picked a series, and we each picked the best one, and we picked the worst one. I, it was such a struggle for me to not go. Oh, Legend of Zelda! They have twenty plus installments. I, I can definitely talk about to that. Do Halo. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mine. I feel like I can get away with because I. I it's a. It's a popular franchise, but I. Don't, but I haven't personally talked about it a lot. So I feel like I I got a pass. If not, if we get to it and you guys like no boo boo, <laughs> then, then uh, boo. I have I have a backup. So. Oh, quick shout out. So Spencer and I were talking about metal bands oh. and he sent me a band and he was like, I kind of don't think you're going to like them. And I listened to about the first five seconds of the song and I told him, I don't know about this. <laughs> we're about five this. seconds in. I don't know about this. And he was like, oh no. And I was like, okay, we're, we're going to try song number two. And I was like, shut down. We're done here. I give this the, I give this <laughs> give the, the official boo. Mogan boo. I gave it the boo. And he was like, no, the, the harshest the review boo. in existence. <laughs> the, <harshest review. laughs> the Mogan boo. The, the boo. boo. <laughs> the boo hammer. Yeah. That so, should be your official, like that's when, my when official we do our thing, reviews the boo. and stuff. What, so what, what would it be then if, if it's a positive? If it's a positive, because you got a very strong boo. I cry a lot. <laughs> so like if you break tears. Tears of tears? joy, yeah. All right, all right. It doesn't take much to make me cry tears of joy. I cry way easier way easier at joy than I do at sadness. Oh. Like for sadness, I can hold it in. Yeah. I can be steely and strong. Mm-hmm. But if something happy happens in any movie or life or show, if a dog smiles at me, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't cry when Fender down. smiles at you. That's because his smile is ugly. 
You, Damn, that's, that's, Jesus that's Christ! The producer of this show, <laughs> you have just insulted, fired, Fender the dog. I'm going to put the boo on you. No, he put the will. On you, it, or worse, his claws are so sharp, he'll get me. Yeah, that's He's a right. Powerhouse. Our producer is a dog. Got off. If anyone is just first listening to this he's show, got a, he's got a, you've noticed the quality. It's because our producer's a dog. It's the quality is tough. Yeah, it's, actually, it's actually very surprising that Fender is able to put that all this together. That was more of an insult than mine. <laughs> Wait a minute, who does Jared need to be mad at? Uh, both of you, it who, seems who, like, who, Jesus. Who do I need to give the anger to? <laughs> that is my flesh and blood. Uh, we love Fender. He's so cute. One's insulting my dog, the other's insulting my producing skills. <laughs> Jesus. Double whammy. I know, it's rough. Tough oh. crap. Crowd up in the chat podcast. So, moving back to the topic, who would like to kick us off? I wish we had music to cue the game. Sorry, to <laughs> that cue like an extra work. Each of our games. Yeah, like, come on, yeah, like because I. Cause I'll actually, go. Okay. Ooh, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not step on toes. <laughs> you go first, my good sir. Uh, but if I had some music to cue it up, it'd be great. But maybe we'll get into that in post. But maybe not. And maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> not um, I'm not making promises. <laughs> so uh, see how that would. If you is. teach me how I'm to doing, do it, I'll totally do it. I'm also doing a very popular franchise. Okay, but it's a franchise that I've not really talked about that much in depth. Oh. Okay, and let's see if you can guess. I always do this. Let's see if you can guess. I like, okay. I like guessing games. I like guessing games too. Is it a racing game? No. Oh, I if, thought for sure it was going to be. Well, I was thinking about doing a racing game, but uh, I did not. Is it um, Mortal Kombat. No. All right. Hint, hint. 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 Yeah. Hint. 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 I mentioned this game. I don't know the episode number, but it was favorite campaign missions. Okay. Ooh, hold Ooh. up. Let, let, let me think. Mm. Snap. That was a while back. That was a while back, wasn't it? I'm trying to think Is of y'all. See, I'm trying to see if Duty? I can remember y'all's. <laughs> Is it Rainbow Duty. Six? No. What is it, Metal Gear? No. Oh, I haven't played enough Metal Gears to oh, know. Oh, that's right. You've the, only, you've played, only played, five. played five. Yeah. Right. The franchise. Okay, hold on. I'm just shooting off the cuff. Let me actually think. Best about is it. five. Worst is going to be Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It. yeah. We already know. <laughs> like with the Mass Effect, the best is one because that's all I've one. played. That's all I've played. <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst is, I don't know, three. <laughs> three. I actually hear two is the best. Yeah, that's okay. what I've heard. Yeah, that's so what I've heard. Maybe I'll do. skip right to two. Yeah, people, no one, if no one knows, I'm playing Mass Effect for the first time, which yeah. is obviously a game. And he streams it sometimes. And, and I stream it's hilarious. It is hilarious. He's so bad. Termy terms, if you want to watch. Yeah, I was playing a couple nights ago, and I just went through the same part of the game about 50 times. And, so, every, and James is like, yeah, use your this and that. And I'm like, upgrade your armor. I'm like, nope. I can do it my way. Do it my way. Like, basically, I'm sorry I'm getting a little off track, but basically the scenario, the scenario is you have to kill this queen. It's early on in the game. I'm not that far. And... Uh, you uh you just to get to her is hard enough she's sending out her henchmen and so the the fact that i made it that far was a miracle in my opinion and when i got there i had like a sliver of health <laughs> and so what, it's one of those moments in games where it's like yeah a sliver of health you do it so many times you realize there's only really one way to do it like i tried to strategize i tried to back up told my teammates to do stuff but really all i could do was just run at her as fast as i could before she could even figure what like do her thing and shoot her three times with my shotgun <laughs> connect like good hits you know yeah and so Took me about forty five times to do it, but I finally got it. Because if I don't, if I miss one or I do it, don't do it quick enough, she shoots a blast at me, and it hits me every time, and I die. So oh. I did. So I did it, and it was such a fun. It, well, I thought it was fun, but everyone's like yelling at me on Twitch, <laughs> or just my friends. They're like, "Just do this, do that." I'm like, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." nope. Do it do in my way. Yeah. I do that all the time. Like, if there's an easy way, don't I'm not going to do play it. My don't own tell game. me yeah. how to live my life. The mere fact you're telling me is going to make me do the other thing. Makes me not do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, did you? Who have you decided to romance? 
Um, Garrus, come on, roommate. Garrus, Garrus is my boy. I respect the hell out of that he guy. Could be, he He's could, a good soldier. <laughs> we've we've had some good battles. He could together. be your one true bro. I, bro um, for life. I do like Liam Song. I think that's her name. Is that what Li- Liam? Siong, she's the blue creature. Oh, she's the one that's like the scholar, right? Yeah, she's. I like book, her. Book, she's yeah, cool. She's book smart. Wisdom is good. Ashley, the other human. I think it's Ashley. Oh yeah, the racist. She's one. racist. Yeah. Don't like her. Damn. Because um, there's first, a woman with a mask that you can't see what she looks like. So Tali. Yes. Ooh, mystery. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's Tali reminds through. me of Anna. Go for it. Because of the type she of does mask. Look like Anna, I'm like, she's oh. super into your ship's like core, like what makes it go fast. So I'm like, cool. She is Tali a human? She you like racing. She wants to go fast. Oh, Shepard. <laughs> oh, Shepard. You pie. sly dog. I feel like you should date the scholar, because you play a wild, freewheeling well, ship. Yeah, yeah. We're going to compliment You need a balance. Nicely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need balance. And we're, we're all three, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Baboo! <laughs> <laughs> Live like um, my so, way. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, so me. I don't... So, what, what, is, your, what is your game? Because I, I, I don't... I cannot think of what it is. That episode it's is too huge, far back. It's a huge, huge franchise. Okay, well... GTA. Oh Wait, that's not a, yeah, it's oh, <laughs> not a that TCP that's a racing game. <laughs> that's a podcast. No, it's I forget that you've played more than just five. Right? Oh yeah, I've played two, three, four, and five. Okay, so I've not played right, though, the original yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Talk about this one. That I don't, much. and it's been a huge. I've beaten everyone, played them, put many wow. hours into all of them. So I'm going to say we do this. Backwards. Backwards? So whereas we do the best one first and then do the worst one so we can compare it to the best one as to why it was so bad. Okay. As to what made it okay. bad in okay. comparison to the best one. So okay. they already That's know. actually how I wrote my notes. So well, this works out really sense. well that for everyone sense. then. Nice and linear. That is creating hella noise inside Oh, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking because Grand Theft Auto, it's tough to figure out, and because I guess I haven't, which one is the worst. But I know which one's the best. I think I know which one is the worst. So we're too. starting with best. Yeah, we're starting yeah. with best. Okay, so, this will give you time so to I'll go with the best. Yeah. Man, I know what I'm going to say for my worst. I'm going to get some shit for it. I can't wait. But uh, I'm excited. I, I love know, unpopular opinion. Yeah. The best, in my opinion, um, is four. <laughs> okay. I was going to try to think of a whole speech to lead up to it. A lot of good things to for me. that. I've heard yeah. a lot of good one, things about that once in particular. Grand Theft Auto 4 is my favorite. So wow, this is tough. This is a lot tougher than I thought it'd be. Well, yeah, to say it, that. it's like what parts? What parts is gonna? Oh, uh, to, no, just to say just to, just to say that Grand Theft Auto Four is the is best, your favorite is one, and me thinking that it's the best Grand Theft Auto. So was it the characters? Or was it the story? Good, all great questions. So Grand Theft Auto, a, a little bit of history from my perspective about Grand Theft Auto. It uh, from the one, the first one I played that was two was yeah. very. It's a top down game. It's right. It's a bird's eye view the whole time. So I don't. I don't know what kind of game that you call that, but you're. I think top down. It's top down game, and you race through the streets. I always and kind of it, thought they were all third person. No, oh. Grand Theft Auto one and two, which it I think that was I know. graphically one and two, especially like that was because of the graphics that were available at the time. Yeah, that well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know when Grand Theft Auto two came out. Um, I think I have it for my PS1. Yeah, I'd, I'd 4 is 2008, so... Okay, yeah, I had Grand Theft Auto 2 for my PlayStation 1 as well. and uh, But it's still... The game is there in Grand Theft Auto 2. I don't remember how much in-depth the story was. I honestly don't. All I really remember from that is running around, you know, creating chaos, using this, like, electricity gun that I never saw again in any of the Grand Theft Autos. And, but you still, like, cops are a big thing. Um, helicopters come in, rocket launchers, tanks. Like it's still Grand Theft Auto at its core. Right. But the evolution from two to three has to be one of the biggest like gaming moments or like gaming evolutions for oh, a game okay. of all time. It's got to be. There's no way it's not because Grand Theft Auto three 
which takes place in a pseudo New York City called Liberty City, was so mind blowing. I think it was for PS2. When did Grand Theft Auto Three come out? Two thousand. I can look it up. It was so mind blowing. The two thousand one. Two thousand one. Then that's the third one. I yeah, had no idea they were that old. They are. Yeah, Holy they're old. Crap. It's a franchise, and they huh. always have a huge gap in between. They yeah. Yeah, they, that's a big gap. Yeah. Well, because three to, three to four, and then four to five. Yeah, yeah that's but they seven take their time. Years. We've always talked about how much I are. You know, we all love Rockstar. I really like the way they handled yep. like how they make games. Um, but Grand Theft Auto three, even though now the graphically it probably hasn't like it probably hasn't really stood the test of time in a lot of ways it still was so amazing to play gta 3 i remember like i remember going to toys r us convincing my mom to get it riding home in the car reading the, that one past your mom at first she said no and i was like and she's like yeah she said i don't care and i remember reading the back of it and it's like kill hookers become a pimp do whatever no! it takes to beat the game you know it's, and it was it, like yeah yeah and i was like reading that out loud my mom's like oh my god <laughs> like what your if i mom done? should have turned around i know i know but it was a um that, the the free roaming ability in that game was so awesome. That was probably I always talk about Oblivion being one of the first games I was like I felt what free roaming felt like. Yep. Grand Theft Auto was probably maybe even before that, but Oblivion's really crazy and cool. But um, just the cityscape, the stuff that you could do, it was amazing. And it had a pretty decent story that had what Grand Theft Auto is really known for, especially now. And I guess since three, they they have such great characters. They have yeah. a lot of good side characters. But the thing about three, your character was boring as hell. He was like a typical, like, just kind of crime dude. Like, crime dude. Have any a grunt. He was yeah. He was a like hench uh, person. He didn't have a background really. He was just a criminal. He had, like a black leather jacket, and he did whatever it took to kind of get to the top. And everyone respected him in the crime world for that. So he was working yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And you meet all these different characters, and it's it's uh, it feels like an RPG in that sense. The amount of characters and quests that you have to do. I wonder if you could call Grand Theft Auto an RPG. I would say, well, it what? misses key elements of RPG. Like, I mean, you, well, I don't know. Yeah, because don't know. you can level, well, in five, at least, you can, like, level up your character in the sense of, like, the more you run, the faster, the better their stamina Right, is. There, the more yeah, you shoot, the better like you're. That. you're but right. it's not like you apply, you're applying experience points That's to That's true, and you things. also don't, especially in four and five, your identification really is not with, like, what you do in the game. It's like, the game's already, you know, the story's told. Yeah, the story You set. don't feel like you have any say in right. the story. It's yeah. like, here's what's happening. So, yeah, maybe, not safe to call it an RPG. I would say probably just action-adventure, open-world. But a really good one. A yeah. One, yeah, open-world action adventure and one that introduces characters they weave back in you know it's a really well told story and Grand Theft Auto 3 was a really well told story I mean I don't remember the exact arc of it I just remember a lot of the characters that I met a lot of the mob crime bosses putting bombs and cars you know it was great and I was like okay Grand Theft Auto 3 great game loved it and I always have that story that I told you guys that I got super far in it, like 98% completion. I was playing during a thunderstorm. And I, like, oh, and you lost everything. Like, I lost everything, and I just turned it off and like went downstairs and had dinner and never thought about it again. I was like, <laughs> I like didn't know how to process it. I, was, like, I didn't know. Like, I was so bad. Like, I just <laughs> internalized it for Zach, years. how's your day? Whatever. <laughs> maybe whatever. that's on the top of your maybe mental health I'm, problems yeah, list. that's why I'm so unhappy. <laughs> just uh, create them. Just dog. never got to finish it. <laughs> so, great, right? Yeah. Here comes Grand Theft Auto 4 coming around the corner of what, five years, seven years later? Yes, yeah, seven, like seven years yeah. later. Seven years later. 01 to 08. Trailers start coming out for it, little teaser trailers. I don't know if, uh, if you I guys saw that. It, no. Okay, so this was massive for me. This The, the teaser, they, they uh, Rockstar, their, their teaser trailers were like movie trailers. You know, they were these panoramic, or not panoramic, but these sort of uh, helicopter shots of New York City. And it's. 
looks real. There's unbelievable music, and there's this voice that's doing the VO for it, this Russian voice. And he's like, I've killed people. I've smuggled people. But I've done whatever it takes. It's time to start over. And you don't know what's going on. You're like, whoa. That's and then, like, accent, the, by the way. <laughs> thank you. And then the four comes up, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. boom. You know, it's like, whoa, Grand Theft Auto 4. This is huge. So they did that for... I don't know, six months, they just teased you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, they're really doing a good job. <laughs> I am so excited. They came out with, like, such great... I mean, I still rewatch some of these trailers. They're yeah. so good. I love them. And I guess the main... The most important thing of why Grand Theft Auto 4 stands out among the other ones that's, for me, my favorite and the best is the story-slash-look of it. Even compared to 5 which is in a beautiful game, Grand Theft Auto 4 has a grittiness and a rawness to it that I don't think 5 has. 5 is L.A., it's flashy, it's colorful, it's exciting. It's very pop. Yeah, yeah, it's very pop. And 4 is just gray and beautiful in its own way. I mean, it's a... You're a big fan of gray. I like, <laughs> I, I like the darker side of things, you know? And... A beautiful game in its own right. I mean, this Grand Theft Auto 4 is a really good-looking game, but whenever I think about it, I just see rain, and I see a, like a really beaten-down city that's been through a lot of shit. And so it's back, you're back at Liberty City? I, think I was about to say, isn't it New, the New it's, York It's New York Grand City, Theft Auto? but yeah, I guess so. I guess, I guess you're back at Liberty City, and you play Nico Bellic, and you're this Russian immigrant that comes off a boat, which has an unbelievable opening cinematic scene that feels like a movie. Have you, have you guys played 4? I have not. I remember you talking about this character, though. Nico Bellic. Yeah. Yeah. I talk about yeah. him for the campaign mission. So the campaign mm-hmm. mission was the uh, Four Leaf Clover one, where you rob oh, a bank. Right. Yep, yeah, yeah, I, remember I remember that now. Yeah, with Patrick, or yeah, the Irish friend, which is a great character, and um, you come off this boat, and it's got this music and the cameras. It, I mean, I, I'm you know, I think very cinematically, and so I'm thinking like this is such a really well crafted intro. You get in a car, you meet your cousin Roman. He takes you to an apartment. You realize this is he. He. I mean, I'm, I won't go into the game what it's about. I'm talking about more why I like it. But you basically start out at the bottom. He's like, "This is where I live. It's an apartment. You like step in a cockroach. You know, it's like, Jesus sucks." And slowly over time, you get intertwined with the criminal world, even though it's something you're trying to avoid. Mm. And you even have missions where you like try to take girls out, and you're like, I'm trying to be normal. And you realize, <laughs> I'll open the door for you. But you is that re- his opening line? That's just, those are his flirts. I may sound weird. Here, I'm trying to be normal. <laughs> this is what do normal people do? Uh, you, his backstory is he was in this war in Russia, and he's got like a lot of mental problems pertaining to that war. And so that's that's part of this sort of darkness that I think seeps in. He you, you can tell he's like a, a bomb ready to explode, but he's trying to keep it in. I really like that. You you root for him, but at the same time, he's a psychopath. He really is. He'll yeah. kill anybody. And you get slowly intertwined into this criminal world. And like Grand Theft Auto Three, which is one of the reasons why I love this so much, is this sort of the ladder that you climb. You really feel it. Some of the people you meet at first are just like you. They're just shitty low-life criminals, and they're just trying to get by. But as you move up, you meet, like, Brucey, who uh, does car mods, and he's, like, a racer, but I think he may sell drugs, too. But he's all he's got, like, a helicopter for you. You know, things slowly move up. You take over one guy's apartment, you kill this dude, you get his place, and fantastic. So the story's there. There's there's choices that have to be made that some that you know in in a small way affect the story i think there's something with your romantic uh, there's a couple relationships you can have so that's like integrated as well and what 
all that being said, so that's great. That's like that's amazing. Like Grand Theft Auto Four, killing it with the story, the characters. I mean, Nico Bellic's such a famous character now. Like everyone knows right. who Nico Bellic is, and that's all good and fine. But there was what Grand Theft Auto obviously is known for, and what keeps it replay value high is just kind of wandering around the city and doing things. Mostly it's killing and like causing mayhem, but hell sometimes yeah. You, hell yeah, but sometimes <laughs> that's what's up, Grand that's, Theft Auto. That's up. Pacifist run, pacifist run. run pacifist. <laughs> um, no other Grand Theft Auto, in my opinion, including five, had the physics, especially with the cars, the the, the dialogue of the people, the just sort of the it really beckons you to come to places and, and and i'm a big fan of new york city in general so i'm it's a little bit i'm a little bit biased but you really do feel like you can walk to central park you can walk down to broadway you can walk to these places you can go across the bridge and you can go to like brooklyn you can go to these other spots and it really feels massive obviously but it also feels like what I, what New York is. And right. they did such a good like with the hot dog vendors, with the the with the bums running around, with the criminals you see running and the cops chasing them, right? Not to say they did not do a good job with Grand Theft Auto Five being in LA. When, when I'm gonna get to I guess when I talk about my worst, like it's they're all great. You know what I mean? So picking Grand Theft Auto as a best worst is a really interesting. I mean there's still one the experiment. one that's that's less that's your least favorite For me, of all but of them. I feel like all of them. And, and here's the thing that I never but we're played. we're not saying it yet. No. Okay. I never played Vice City or San Andreas. Those are sp- not spinoffs. Those are complete games, but they use the Grand Theft Auto 3 engine. Right. That's what I've always thought they so were. So the big leap for me was from 2 to 3 and then 3 to 4. In 4 to 5, not so much, but 3 to 4, huge leap. And I don't know. I mean, I just when I think about Grand Theft Auto, that was the most fun I had in a Grand Theft Auto game. Being nice. Nico Bellic going through his crazy storyline and just experience like it was big in in think about the leap that I explained from 2 to 3 going from a top down to the 3D world that's huge that's like right, Mario that's really going Mario 64 yeah. I and mean, that's that's a oh, really that was, big deal right and i thought it was just a big deal just as a big deal from 3 to 4 the amount of improvements that they made especially graphically i mean 3 you saw the images 3 is yeah. not i don't think aged that well but 4 still holds up pretty well 4 looks good it's 4 looks good really even 3 didn't look that bad i mean um, considering that it was 01 yeah it looked pretty good i mean those games are uh pretty like they they still stay uh like i see like you can buy all of them on the app store now i yeah, think yeah. and like so totally. they they still have there's apparently still a big enough market for all of them. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is like definitely in the history books. Oh, for, for sure. History. You know, mm-hmm. that's a huge five just, sales records on its own. Probably cemented yeah. it into. And for controversy, insane. for gaming controversy. Yeah, yep. for gaming controversy. Our youth, oh, our children. Sure. But, but they're you being know, corrupted. I don't mind. You know, that's a I guess a sensitive topic. But I don't mind that they they push these boundaries yeah. with like violence and characters i mean the, one of the first it's scenes an art form in, they do it in other art forms why yeah, can't we do oh, it in absolutely. video games too? i agree and one of the first scenes in four i think it's a guy getting having sex with like a kind of like in pulp fiction we get like the, you the know, ball like, gag and stuff yeah like a ball gag BSD, yeah. yeah and it's like whoa like grand theft auto you know it's yeah. grand theft auto welcome it's, to the world yeah of grand theft auto. it's like i'm there how old I'm there. were you when your mom let you buy this game like 11 well three's different three oh, never had okay. any i don't i don't remember anything that cur- oh, okay Four, I think it was with four, four and three. I feel like it was four and five where like three oh, push boundaries too, though. Three was really? fun, so you could do some really messed up stuff with like uh, hookers and yeah. yeah, you could do some messed up stuff. But anyways, um, four. Yeah, I just had the the cops were great. I don't know. Just just the, the feeling cops, of everything four, about it clicked. Everything about it clicked in such a wonderful way. And the excitement, a lot of it had to do with the leap from three to four. 
that's huge for yeah. me. You know, yeah. it's like this game, they, it's been improved so much <laughs> from the previous title. Nice. So yeah, four, four for me in Grand Theft Auto, it's gonna. It's like Halo Two from the Halo series. That's that's my. That's the one. You nice. know, that's the one that stands out uh, for the series. So, yeah, that's my best. It's your Wind Waker. It's my, it's yes. It's like your Wind Waker. There you go. Very nice. The multiplayer sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I do remember not really liking the oh, yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Eh, you know, they, they, they did okay. It's just they had this one game type called Cops and Robbers that was such a good concept that just fell flat for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I've never played with good people. Yeah, but it's like four guys in a car and you can shoot out, and then four guys in a cop car chasing you. So he's like, "Oh, that's amazing! I love Cops and Robbers." But it, yeah, I don't know. Just it just never didn't, did anything. didn't work. I don't know. It's I'm laggy. a fan of the foot chase. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Who needs these automobiles? I'm into parkour. <laughs> yeah, but I will say running around free roam with your friend that was fun that's basically the the map of new york with you and a friend doing whatever you want that's no cool. missions that's cool. just do whatever you want we that's go cool. steal a helicopter just, fly just around, around and listen to the radio you know grand oh. theft auto is famous for the radio grand theft auto threes rate or yeah threes radio is great <laughs> yeah. four and five are more music oriented three had talk shows that were like hilarious oh wow so awesome. good that's crazy <laughs> it's oh grand theft auto is a is a, there like an game. ost out there of just the radio tracks? there's gotta be got oh, somewhere be. somebody has you them. should be someone needs that as their song yeah. i know i just spoiled it but somebody yeah. needs the talk show as their song <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I need, I've been it. meaning I've been meaning to go back and play more of the Grand Theft Auto series. But. Four, dude, four. I don't think you need to like play three to play four. Four is like I don't think again, you need to play any of them to play. No, no, you don't. Yeah, that's yeah, true. but they always yeah. start four. Over. Four is a good one. Like I've, I've heard enough such a of that, and I need to go back and yeah, play it. And it's a great sure. story. Nico Bellic. Okay, sorry. All right. You all good? That's there, all good. There, there's a, I will say there's a funny meme that circles it. It cracks me up every time. So every you have a cell phone in the game. That's how you, which is brilliant, I think, especially for 2008, whenever it came, was it seven or eight when it came out? I was like, yeah. oh, this is brilliant. Messages, um, what to do next. You know, it's all on a cell phone that kind of pops up. So everyone, you can get text messages from all your people that you meet. And Roman, the first guy, your cousin, is blowing you up constantly throughout the game. He's like, hey, cousin, you want to go bowling? And you can. You can go bowling with him. You can go get yeah. drunk with him, and your, your whole screen goes wobbly. I mean, you can do all this stuff, which is great. You can go to a strip club, of course, with Grand Theft Auto. awesome. But uh, it's, it gets to a point where it's, it's insanely annoying. Oh. Like, he's like, hey, cousin. Like, he's let's like, leave me alone. Yeah, do you want to go? Yeah, let's go to the bar. And so there's a meme that, or that's online where it's, it's just three panels. I might have told you guys this one, but it's Nico Bellic's hands opening... A fortune cookie, and the last one is the fortune. It's like Nico, it's your cousin Robin. <laughs> you want to go bowling? <laughs> you can't escape him. You can't escape him. <laughs> oh, that's such a! I don't know who ever made that. Oh, that's really awesome. It's just so funny. And Nico, do you want to go bowling? <laughs> All right, but yes, that's it. Grand Theft Auto Four. Like so good. Watch the trailers for him. The trailer they do. Rockstar does. Rockstar does marketing great stuff. Man. Oof. It's good stuff. That's how I'm going to troll you on your streams from now on. <laughs> hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. Smoking, <laughs> right. what is your best game and fr- from it's a franchise? It's definitely not that well fleshed out. So we're going we're <laughs> yeah. to set okay. that bar nice, put it right back low. We'll put, you'll be able to reach it very easily. So um, it is an older franchise as well. And in recent years, it's totally fallen off the face of the planet. So, And actually, it's juxtaposed very heavily against the worst. So the best is going to be a little bit weak, but then when you compare it to the worst, it's going to all make sense. Okay. Hmm. So this would be Spyro. Oh, Whoa. do you guys remember Spyro? I, do remember I played Spyro. very little right. Spyro, but I, I, I have played some very little history. of it. So <laughs> I'll start by saying the actual installment that I'm considering the best is going to be Spyro Three, 
Enter the Dragon. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Enter the Dragon. Oh, but I, I need to it. go. So, indeed. Funny. Some high class humor right there. That's clever. I didn't come up with the name. Somebody else did. So um, the, this would have been in the year 2000. So this was the third installment in 2000. It was also the last installment that they did by Insomniac Games. Okay. So Insomniac had been doing one, two, and three. And Spyro, when it first came out in the very late 90s, what was it? 97? Hmm, probably. Yeah, it was 97 PS1? or 98. Yeah, they, they, th- those sequels happened very rapidly. Mm. This would have been right around the time that our family got our very first PlayStation 1. So we only had like four games. The Legend of Dragoon, <laughs> number <laughs> one. <laughs> if, it, if I had other ones to juxtapose that with, I would have happily talked about it. Uh, we had Crash Bandicoot, which I nice. thought about doing. I thought about Crash very hard. Mm-hmm. We had Tekken 2. I thought about yeah, Tekken a lot. There's a Tekken. bajillion Tekkens. Actually, today, I know it's going to be past tense, today is Tekken 2's anniversary. Oh, really? Oh, this wow. year in gaming. Nice. Is Tekken is, 2 a big one for you? Oh, that Tekken was 2 the was the... Oh, that okay. it started it all. Okay. A lifetime of Tekken, because we never played the first <laughs> one. And for a lot of uh, gamers, it was only in arcades. Yeah. So you only could play Tekken 1 in arcades. Yeah. So Tekken 2 was one of the first ones they put on the console. And we were like, oh my god, fighting! <laughs> this is how I feel about my siblings all the time! <laughs> Right. I can take so, out my anger in digital I can form. take out my anger. So Tekken 2, all of my child rage, and then Spyro. That was our game. So those were really kind of some of the only ones we had. Just starting out as little baby Mogan gamers. Mm-hmm. Even our sister would play Spyro, and she's not that really into gaming. Crash was, was more her game. But my brother and I have loved Spyro for years and years, and we kept up with them very well. But getting back to uh, Enter the Dragon. So... The Spyro games are not very um, deep. <laughs> yeah, just tell it like it's it is, Mogan. Just, 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 just a platformer. Good. See, that's yeah, that's the thing. No one's playing Spyro for the story. Right. No one's playing Spyro for the characters. Really. No one's playing it for the you know emotional attachment. People play Spyro for a really fun platformer. And that's really all it is to me and to most Spyro players. That's kind of the extent of it. So Spyro 3 was really just the culmination of everything that they had already established in Spyro 1 and 2. And they just improved on everything. So it's pretty common that in a series you get a really good first game. A lot of times you get a mediocre second game. It's not that uncommon for things to continue to go downhill. Spyro definitely didn't do that at first. They went, one, we've got a great game. Two, we've got a pretty good game. Three, we've got another great game. And a lot of Spyro fans would agree that Enter the Dragon is is really quite up there. Um, a lot of people are all about Ripto's Rage. That's Spyro 2. But, uh, I think I'm that might about, have been the one I played. Yeah, maybe. Ripto's Rage. Ripto, Ooh, comes up. He's Ripto great. was this... Uh, so with Spyro, the whole um, the aesthetic lore? of Spyro is very like intentionally goofy. Like, Spyro is a goofy character. It's a goofy game. A lot of your characters and friends are just really silly. It's meant to be silly, good fun, where you're just hanging out as a little adorable purple dragon, and you've got your little dragonfly buddy, Sparks. He's your health meter and gem collector, and you're just running around having a blast on all of these worlds and levels, which is where Spyro excels. So really, the things about Spyro 3 that made it fantastic were level design, soundtrack Mm, do you know much about the spyro soundtrack no i don't so what's his name copeland is it stuart copeland i think 
That sounds right. He's done a lot of stuff. He's done more than just Spyro. He did like Spyro and a bunch of other weird things. And I was like, are you kidding me? He really <laughs> did all of those? But so he did all of the Spyro games up until three. And actually, even the ones beyond that, after they left Insomniac Games, and it was boo. <laughs> but um, the, in the beginning, the soundtrack was really, like, it's just level music. It's these mm-hmm. repetitive little looping songs, but in Spyro 3, they just did a phenomenal job of making the most memorable, insanely catchy tracks you can think of. Mm. I still walk around sometimes thinking, like, certain tunes from the game, and I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, I'm in the Oasis now, <laughs> collecting my gems. Dude, OSTs are big. Here I am in the cove, swimming <laughs> around. It's just, it was a really good soundtrack, and mm-hmm. it, every track went so well with the area you were in. So Spyro up until then had used like a hub design where you would make it to a certain area of the game that was really like you're a central hub to get to other levels. So there would be like portals that you would fly into and most of the time you would need a certain amount of gems which are just laying around in the world and you could collect them by killing enemies or just picking them up out of pots and just off the ground, kind of like rupees. And you would have to uh, basically pay to enter certain portals. There's also a, a few different points of the game where you have to pay this guy named Moneybags. He's a very nice. large bear-like creature. He wears a monocle hey, and bags. a suit and a vest, and he mm, carries around a giant bag of Makes money. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, yes, small dragon, you have to pay me X amount of funds to enter this area. And you're like, God damn it, Moneybags. I'm a dragon. I'll he's kill you. Like, I'm a dragon. I'll kill you. He's a bear. But Spyro is little. He he's is like a, a little dragon. dragon. He's the smallest one. He is. So the whole premise of Enter the Dragon is you are Spyro, you and all the big dragons are just sleeping in a field out in the open, and you have all of your baby dragon eggs just strewn about all over the place, totally unguarded. And then everybody's just sleeping, so this hooded rabbit woman just walks right in with all of her little rhinoc, they're like these little rhinoceros creatures, hench people, they just walk right over grab all the eggs, and fucking go. And, like, the only thing that stops them from making a clean getaway is one of them steps on the tail of your buddy Hunter. He's mm. a cheetah. He's a very goofy cheetah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in it. And uh, he wakes up and yelping, and everybody's like, oh, shit, our baby dragon eggs. And so they peace out, and you're like, okay, here's my mission. I gotta get back all the eggs. So you're literally just going through these levels to collect the eggs. You have to get them back because the enemy of Spyro 3 is the sorceress. Ooh. And and uh, she's actually not very fleshed out at all. She's She almost never interacts directly with you as Spyro. You see her in cutscenes, so you know that like she's the bad guy. But she really never comes to you, which in Spyro 2, Ripto's rage, Ripto would show up and like monologue at you, and then he'd go away, and you'd be like, that guy! Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get you but sometime. The sorceress was always like the hidden enemy, um, and she wants the dragon eggs because she needs the wings from the baby dragons oh, to make uh, an immortality oh, potion. Sounds like Cruella DeVille needs those So yeah. she's those literally going to be skins. murdering baby dragons That's for their nice. wings, and eventually, spoiler alert, oh, in case you haven't played it... <laughs> I haven't. So I was playing right now. Once, her, once her actual plan gets out, her uh, hench person Bianca—that's the rabbit girl or whatever—actually defects. So about halfway through the game, she's really been your main protagonist up until then because she's the one that comes to fight you and antagonize you, and you're like this bunny. <laughs> and then eventually, she switches sides and she's like, "Oh, I know you don't trust me, but I'm going to be on your team Peace, from bro. now on." Peace, bro. Yeah. And one of the things that Spyro 3 did incredibly well, which we'll talk about on the next installment of the, of the worst version, of uh, <laughs> the voice acting. 
considering the fact that it was a 2000 era game, yeah. the graphics were not good. They they still aren't good. They did not hold Let's up see. well. But the voice acting was shockingly good. Nice. And the whoever they got to voice Bianca did a fantastic job. She was right on character. Spyro always sounds good. He always sounds like the, an annoying dweeb of a dragon. And you're like, that's right. That's his character. That's Seems who he accurate. is. So they had a really good voice cast mixed with the really great OST and the killer level design. Nice. The levels are what make Spyro. Yeah. And Enter the Dragon did it all right. That's why it's the best. Look at that. Look at nice. that uh, box art there. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's classic. Oh, that reminds me. You had other characters. There you <laughs> go. You got a penguin. Forgot a all about monkey. that. So something that made Spyro 3 really unique is these other characters mm. are actually rebels who are rebelling against the Rhinoch army. Monkey and with you a gun. can, yeah, the monkey with a gun. <laughs> so what you do is you have to pay money bags to basically bail them out of jail, rebel jail. And then once you get them, you can play them in certain levels. Nice. And it's like this fun little dynamic where you get to go around and be these other characters. Very cool. Uh, that Yeti character, yeah. actually his name is, uh, I think it's Bentley. What? I, th- I, I think, no, it, no. <laughs> no my, I like my mom's name? <laughs> no, look it up. My mom's name is Bentley, in case listeners didn't know that. (laughs) Year of the Dragon. What up, Bentley? (laughs) What's going on, Bentley? She's going to be stoked to hear that. She listens to every episode. Gives a shout out. Uh, Does she really? Yeah, kind of. She's got to know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) But I listen to support you. But I listen to my baby. Is that what she no, sounds my like? My mom is could be it's probably Bentley. the exact opposite of that. His name is Bentley. That's great. It's Bentley the Yeti. That's it could be a guy's name or a girl's name. Look, that's your mom. <laughs> hey, mom, got a hey, picture mom. of you. Old you picture. look great. Where'd you you look, get that great you ring. You look really good. Actually, <laughs> what's funny is Bentley was arguably the worst part of the game, oh. just oh, my because. Mom would that one. No, so his his actual. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're the worst part of Spyro Three. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you just said. So um, his, <laughs> his actual mechanics are pretty good. You know, you, you're him. You're like this lovable goon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you eventually get to this mini game where you have to box against this other Yeti type creature. It was the most stupidly difficult thing you've ever done in your life. <laughs> and like the whole fight would probably only take about 20 minutes. But if you did anything <clears throat> wrong, you were dead. Mm, and so that's like a notorious point in the game where people are like, forget it. <laughs> For fucking get it. Rage quit. Yeah, Enter the Dragon, number one in the Spyro series. So not one of my number one games overall, but Mm -hmm. of the Spyros, top shelf. Nice. Top shelf game. Nice. What do you got, Jarrett? All right, so mine is from another big gaming franchise. Can anyone guess? The Last of Us? No. No, wait, I'm not done guessing. No? I just thought it was That was a good guess. That's my backup, if you guys aren't going to make me. It's a good guess. No, wait, let us keep guessing. Is it The Witcher? I know you haven't played two or three. You can't fool me. And it's not Mass Effect. No, I haven't played Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Oh, what? I have it. You own the collection because it was like on sale for twelve bucks, and I had to steal, snatch it up. Nope. I'm just looking over there to see what game. Gears of War. No. Dead Space. No. Doom. Dead Space. No. Dark Souls. No. Civilization. No. Oh, that would have been a good one. But no. All right, I give up. Oh wait. Uh, oh come on! You said it earlier. Oh, did I really? What? Oh, what? Shit. What? Not when you were guessing for me. Oh. Oh, oh Mortal Kombat. No. Oh. Oh. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Forza. Oh, what God. did I say? Okay, I'm just gonna say Call of Duty. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can talk about it. Okay. Yeah, because I've talked about, about I've talked about like uh, Modern Warfare and stuff like that. But so I'm not gonna do the best out of the whole Call of Duty series. Hmm. Because there's so many different ones, and they all branch into different times. That seems silly to say, like this one. Although I still think Modern Warfare is the best one so far. Okay. Uh, 
which got that pre-order, got that remaster on pre-order. Nice, nice. I'm excited for it. It's the only reason why I'm Swanky. getting Infinity. When no. does it come out? A thousand November years November 4th. Oh. thousand years. <laughs> no. That's not that thousand far. years. The 4th of November. Uh, but no, so I'm doing one of the branches of the Call of Duty franchise. Okay. Black Ops? Yes. Oh. I've played one we of those. We even had some Black Oh, it's not this time. Never mind. I played Black Ops Time Warp. So the best one of the Black Ops series is Black Ops, the first one. Oh. oh okay. Mm. Going it has first. been said, mm, therefore indeed. it is. <laughs> it is. Indeed. I have decreed it so. <laughs> Me lord. Me lord Jared. Me lord Jared has No malady so. striking our cows today. <laughs> no malady. All right. So Black Ops. This one was great because it kind of tied into a previous game that was another World War II one. And I felt like this one, this series franchise, I had the best knowledge of overall because I've played all the Call of Duty games except for three. But this one takes place. It came out, I believe, after World at War, which took place during World War II. But like uh, more from like the uh, well, no, it whatever. Irrelevant. (laughs) But a character from World at War crosses over into Black Ops. So you are Alex Mason. Uh, and this and the and the game starts off. It's in the Cold War, so in the '60s and stuff like that, which was a cool, interesting time period, right? Already fascinating. Yep. And so uh, the game starts off. You're in Cuba because you're on a mission to assassinate Fidel Castro. Mm, And so you go, you assassinate him. But oh, then, you oh, you succeed? You do, oh, wow. but then it's revealed it's a body double. Oh. Oh. But it's this really, it's this really cool moment because you like bust Jeez. in through his mansion, through his mansion, and he's like there, and he tries to use this woman as a body shield oh, and you just like cap him in the face. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, but so overall, while this one's great, you know, it it, it follows the same f- formula of a first person shooter Call of Duty series. You know, you go to a lot of places, you mm-hmm. shoot a lot of guys, you blow stuff up, you. You know, and you come to think, but the story of Black Ops is what bought is what sold it for me. Where because so you're Alex Mason, like I said, when you're escaping from 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 trying to kill Castro, you're captured and you're taken to a Russian prison, <gasps> where uh, you meet this guy Victor Reznov. Victor Reznov is the character from World at War that you meet. He's this like Soviet uh, le- Soviet soldier that you meet, and he like I think he's your captain or something like that. Anyway, he, you interact with him there. Fun fact, voiced by Gone Blank. Willem Dafoe. No. <laughs> Damn it. Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> what the shit? Gary Jake Busey. Gyllenhaal? Gary Oldman. Oh, I said Gary Busey. That which, that's, that's, what, what, that's what spurred, that, yeah, that's nice. what spurred it for me. Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary Oldman. That's Gary right? Busey. That's doesn't sound right for some reason. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> that doesn't sound right for some reason. Gary, Gary Oldman's right, right? That's that's a, I don't know, man. Man, that, that, for some reason, no, that doesn't sound right in my head. Gary Oldman? My vote's for Gary Busey. Wait, Gary Oldman? Ron Perlman? That is not right. That doesn't sound no, right No, I don't know if Gary Oldman's... Because Ron oh, wait, Perlman... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, Gary Oldman. Okay, yeah. Esteemed British actor, whose name I could not remember. Uh, but anyway, so he does the voice of Victor Reznov, uh, which is just kind of cool. And actually, Black Ops also had, God bless Ellen Page. No, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, well, Kate no. Blanchett. Black Black Ops had a lot of had a lot of big had a big names in. Oh, Ice Cube was in it. Was a voice in, Ice uh, Cube. in Black she Ops. And thrill so, of a lifetime. And so was uh oh crap. So what year was this? While you're looking that up, when yeah, did, I when did look. the first Black Ops come out? Um. It was late. Oh, it had to have been like 2009, 2010. Okay. More recent. Yeah. It's a, it's a more recent one. But anyway, like I was saying, 
um, the story is what gets it because you get captured and you're taken to this prison. And when you're in prison, you meet Victor, Victor, blah, Victor Reznov. And he is telling you about how, like how all these dudes that you got captured by, which you got captured by the bad guy. Your main antagonist in this one is Nikita Dragovich. And he, uh, and he's basically trying to launch this big plan to attack the U S with these, uh, with this chemical gas Nova six. Reznov is like, Not you know, bad news, biological warfare. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's never, all, never good. It's, it's <laughs> never good. Uh, but anyway, so you eventually try to escape the prison with the help of, of the, uh, Victor and he, uh, gets killed in the process. Aww. But anyway, so, and then you go and then as you're, as you go out throughout the game, you keep having these like weird flashbacks and things go wrong. Like you get you know, so it's, it seems apparent that you might have got undergone some form of brainwashing <gasps> oh God. while you were taken by the Soviets. Mm. And so then it's like this whole thing of, well, it becomes this like political intrigue story, basically, of like, well, if you got brainwashed, are you still okay to be fighting with your guys? Yeah, Is there some ulterior motive? Are you a plant? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. All this other stuff happens. So you're going throughout the game later, and you see, and, and then, you know, you're fighting some guys, and lo and behold, uh, Victor shows back up. <gasps> So it's like, oh, you didn't die. This is awesome. We can be friends and you know and beat the and beat the bad Russians because mm-hmm. you're a good Russian. But <laughs> these bad Russians, we gotta stop these guys. And as you go throughout the deal later, you realize that not only uh, were you you were actually brainwashed and you're being pursued by the you know some factions of the of the U.S. government who are trying to stop you mm. because they're like they decided that part of the plot also is you were going to be used as a uh, as a, as a plant to kill the U.S. president, so Very which would have been uh, like yeah, it. relax, yeah, relax. You want to go too? <laughs> Except blue steel doesn't freeze flying. Right, right. Uh, well, you got to use Magnum. It's Magnum. Oh, that's Come right. On, Magnum. Two left. Magnum. Magnum. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> 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 oh, ends. Uh, but. Uh, but anyway, so it becomes to this. But then also things happen. Like you wind up killing some of uh, Dragovich's henchmen. Cheer, cheer. I hit a button. It's my bad. Okay. That's you, like three episodes in a row. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, you uh, you wind up killing some henchmen, but it's like people you're trying to keep alive. But then you always say, like, no, you know, Victor did it. I wasn't there and all this stuff. Can I get that on a shirt? And so <laughs> Victor, Victor did, did it. it. I know. I'm free. Let me pass. And so all this happens, and, and it eventually comes out that, no, Victor really did die. But before you you tried the escape in the prison, he was able to reverse engineer your brainwashing to make it where your mission was to kill the Russian guys that the U.S. was trying to take alive to get more intel on. So he he double-planted you. <laughs> he plant-planted you. Those so it's writers like must have been like, uh, what if he reverse brainwashed him? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of this big this big story that yeah. like that like kind of like with some twists and, and tangles cool. and everything. So, that is cool. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit more layers than what you would expect yeah. in like a say, story. That's more than I was expecting from, from, like, from a shooter. Yeah. And so, and, and, and also too, like it was really awesome being that, you know, You'd been used to World War II games and up until that point, but now you were in the 60s, so you had a little bit better tech and some stuff like that. You had like remote-controlled like bomb cars like in the multiplayer nice, and stuff nice, like that. They yep. were pretty cool. Uh, some other things like that. The multiplayer is still one. Like I'll turn it on every once in a while and go back to you because it had some really great maps. Uh, and so like there's all this different stuff that, you know, it just it the story above all is what sold it. And so uh, yeah, but that will I will point out how it vastly compares it differs. From the from the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we're getting to them very now soon. We're getting to the worst. Then. Yeah. Eh? All, All right. right. Can we break it up? Zachary Shepard. Oh yeah. Let's. Uh, Zachary oh. Shepard. Do you have a the real hero? The real hero <laughs> of the universe. I don't know about those other shepherds. <laughs> I do. Have I thought a I was going to be able to, uh, to change my last name. Oh, in Mass That's Effect. That's the joke. <laughs> 
Yeah, he has to say. Just oh, listening. can you hit the, <laughs> hit the camera? So yeah, uh, for those who, uh, yeah, he's talking about Mass Effect. He has to. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Grammatically correct. Mass Effect. All right, so we'll take a break before we go. Sounds made up. Before we go into our bet, the worst. Sorry, before we go into the worst, is now time for moment with Mogan. Yay! Pause. We don't have to do say. Okay, we're we're good. Um, so I don't have much as far as rumors go because this far into the future, I'm not able to plan ahead. We're having to record ahead to, <laughs> yeah. to, to record schedule ahead. for uh, some upcoming travel that we have. So. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Luckily, the month of September is looking like it's going to be a really good month for tons of all all kinds of releases out the wazoo. Fraught with good games. Fraught with good games, indeed. So for starters, this is actually one I'm super psyched about. Bioshock the Collection oh, yeah. is coming out September Sorry. September 13th. That'll be good. Xbox, PC, and PS4. Come big on. sweep. Uh, this is finally, I've been meaning to play um, Infinite for the longest time. Ah, you'll have a and great time. And I just still haven't. I still haven't. So this is, this is my time. I still love Bioshock 2. Very good game. Bioshock 1, man. I probably could have done Bioshock for this one, actually, because mm-hmm. once you replay Bioshock 1, it... Once the magic wears off, it's a little difficult, but this will be a great time to go back and revisit a fantastic series. Um, and then in other series revive news, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising 2 off the record are all coming out, also September 13th for Xbox One and PS4. Cool. I've nice. never played any of the Dead Rising games. Could not either. give looks like less of a crap. I thought you played... Oh, Dead Island. Dead Island. Dead Rising looks... I mean, it looks fun too, but uh, uh, I mean, well, it looks more fun than Dead Island, but I I don't know. So those are not actually a collection. They are releasing them all separately, but on the same day. That's interesting. That it, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Normally, like, they're always bundled. No, it wasn't. It, from what I could tell, it didn't look like a package deal because the way they had them advertised was, nope, here's Dead Dead Rising, Dead Rising Two, Dead Rising hmm. Two off the record. Interesting. And I was like, interesting. interesting. It wasn't like, oh, Dead Rising the collection. So I, I assume that that's how they're actually going to be releasing it. Uh, for indie gamers and people who like a little bit something different, Don't Starve Together is coming <laughs> also September 13th for PS4. Have either of you seen the Don't Starve series? I've seen it. Um, I just haven't, again. It's kind of like I've a got, little... I've got a, a lot of stuff to yeah. play. <laughs> it's a more, not cutesy, but it's a more uh, cartoonish take on like a survival horror game. Yeah. Because like you're this little character, he's kind of... I hate saying the words Tim Burton-esque because it's overdone to death. But he's got like but crazy he's, hair. He's kind of yeah, like that. Look, and I don't like it. <laughs> F you, Tim Burton. No, They've released a lot of taking it. Taking credit You're for so other people's work. good at what you do. You've so spawned a whole world. <laughs> Boo. They've, they've released a lot of games for that one because there's like Don't they, Starve, yeah, Don't Starve Shipwrecked, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Starve. I think there's a... There's Third a one before this one. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Don't Starve Together. So you have a lady friend now. Yay. Found love in the so hopeless now, place. Now you get to Finally. not die together. Um, and then this is the one that I got confused with Firewatch uh, last episode. They are porting <laughs> The Witness to Xbox. Oh. So The Ooh. Witness is coming to Xbox One. I'm sure you will never play it, but if you wanted to, now would be your chance. Also September 13th. So these are really all coming out September 13th. And then the last on the list, uh, there was more, but I actually had to edit it down. Uh, Recore. Oh, yeah. September 13th for Xbox One and PC. That looks like an interesting platform. It does look interesting. So Recore. Get it on your radar. Recore on the radar. Recore on the radar. It's also not one of those uh, full price games. So for the oh, gamer, no. So for the gamer on the budget, recore, go for it. 
Nice. All or right. better yet, right. play the witness. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Xbox Kitties. users. Because, uh, yeah, Record is an exclusive for yeah, Xbox. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's an exclusive. So Get on Point it, Xbox, Xbox players. Point for Xbox. Point for Xbox. We're still keeping that tally, right? I, we need a dry erase yeah, board. We do. That's oh. what we should PS4 versus Xbox. I, I, I want that. I'm going right. to go to the store and that. buy a dry erase board. Right. We're putting it right We'll put it right yeah. there. We got to do that. Yeah. We'll do it. I love it. New thing. On my oh, flex boss. day tomorrow yeah. when I'm working. <laughs> I hope you don't you hope your boss doesn't listen to TCP. <laughs> Two weeks ago you didn't work on Friday. I actually did tell he's not my direct boss. He's like the director of marketing or whatever. I was like, you know, I've been on a podcast for like a year, right? And he was like, Holy shit, no, I didn't dork. know that. And he was like, What's it about? And I was like, video games. And he was like, he's Oh, like, yeah, my children love video games. And I was like, F you You should be an adult gamer, bro. Yeah. Right? Bro, like, can I see come you have on. lunch to talk about Get you. It, bro. <laughs> your place in this company. Ah, right. Well, I, I, I've been working on getting my co-workers on board for a long time, and so far I've made it. no progress. Right. No, it's, it's not going to stop you, though. It's going it's the well. Thought that counts. It's going it's well. Thought that counts. Um, we have like quarterly events, and I totally suggested that we all go to the Legend of Zelda Symphony. The CEO herself shot me down. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Who suggested like, that? Was, Who just said that? She, she was like, you no. don't get to pick There's any more of the events. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Everyone shut up. Huh? You're fired. You're fired. Like, oh. You're fired immediately. <laughs> get some culture up in right here. Down. That's all I was trying to do. I was like, harsh, harsh CEO. Oh, <laughs> I would have gone. I would have said yes. I know, right? up with these people we went to something lame too she probably secretly better. loves Zelda, know, but she's protecting right? an image you know right? it's a whole yeah. thing it's all a front yeah i know what she's really I about link oh i mean zelda which one i always get confused <laughs> wait <laughs> what don't know what girl, right? yeah <laughs> only a true zelda. you play a zelda right <laughs> <sighs> i'm on to her <laughs> <laughs> all right so zach what right. is I'm the gonna... worst <laughs> In Grand Theft Auto. I'm going to fly through this because I'm wrong. and <laughs> But it's what I believe. Well, go so, for it. So it's I mean, like, that, that's, well, that's what matters. Don't, right. don't I'm wrong, yourself, man. But it's believe what I believe. Right. This, this podcast is built around our opinions. It's so, true. You know. I'm just saying I'm wrong. But and it's for what someone I like me who knows nothing about Grand Theft Auto, I'm just right. going to believe you. So she'll never play this one. I'll never play these. You're going to skip it. Go on ahead well, and tell me to skip it. the most recent one. Five? Yeah. Oh. Five has been my least favorite that I've played. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so why? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, I, I've only... Your beliefs are wrong! I've, you, I, you, I see that, you see that door? Yeah. You, can just, <laughs> you can just go walk through it. I say, okay, here's what I'm going to say about Grand Theft Auto V. Well, because I've it's only a master played five. five. Oh, wait, look, there it is. There it is. That's right the, up there the there's wall. a piece of yeah, it. Yeah, you can't see look it. Look at that piece of crap up there. That's a piece of shit. That's the soundtrack, though. The soundtrack is... Amazing. Mm. And the game is amazing. It's a masterpiece in, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> but it's a subpar masterpiece a subpar that deserves masterpiece. our ridicule. <laughs> it deserves to be put back and tried again. No, try again, Rockstar. No, no, I want to... Yeah, I, I need to uh, preface by saying I, I think Grand Theft Auto V is a great game. Oh, it's a fantastic. masterpiece. It's unbelievably good. That being said... What I how I described four and its evolution from three and three from its evolution of two, five did not have that evolution from four, in my opinion. Hey, I mean, if you're used to that, if you're used to yeah, jumping, it's I not there. I'm used to the jump, and I'm used to them leaps and bounds getting better. In, in it, it did leaps, but not bounds. We're on a roll for the second episode. <laughs> um, what's the years gap? So, oh, eight to what? 13. Oh, yeah. okay. So another yep. big gap. Another big gap. So again, and, and no improvement. Plenty of room for improvement. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 
So it takes place in uh, Los Angeles and sort of these surrounding mountainous areas that you could find if you drive far enough out. You know, it's a condensed area, right? And uh, it's got Los Angeles that kind of blends into this mountain range that goes into some beaches and like a desert area where Travis lives and... Trevor. Oh, yeah, Trevor. Let's Excuse call me. him Travis. Well, it's like Travis it. now. That's how much I hate this game. <laughs> no, it's so not true. Um, and it's a kind of a big, I don't know, I kind of always saw the map as a really big ring. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's like kind of just a big ring, but the city is in one central location. And it's beautiful. It is, the gameplay is unbelievable. The side characters are great. <laughs> Come on, wait, I'm trying to remember some of the side characters. Well, like the guys, I like. I especially like all the Trevor, Trevor's henchmen. Yeah, Trevor henchmen are pretty good. The they're, little Trevors, if you will. They're all just Michael, like, they Michael, all sound Trevor. really dumb. Uh, Franklin. Franklin. Is the main, those are the main characters. Oh, Franklin's got his friend, the gangster Lamar. friend, Lamar. Michael's got his family. Which his son is basically like Jonah Hill. Yeah, which here's is hilarious. the thing for me Looks about like Jonah Hill. Grand Theft Auto V. I played it a lot, and it didn't really get old. But 4 didn't get old either, but... Uh, it, Five didn't get old to play. Like it's a fun game to replay. Obviously, it's a great game. It has a huge following. For me, the biggest setback for Five was I did not feel the need, nor did I really think I'd get anything out of it. Like nor the need, I guess, and the want to replay the story once I finished mm. it. Ah. As much as I like Franklin, Michael, and Trevor, <laughs> I in as much as they are really actually kind of interesting fleshed out characters. Compared to 4, when I talk about like the grittiness of 4, I think what I'm really talking about is their sort of realism they tried to put into it. 5, I really think, is these are caricatures of people that you might find, especially Michael in like L.A. You know, he's like yeah. an L.A. guy that's unhappy but has all this wealth. You know, they're, they're very much... They're almost like caricatures. Yeah. Yeah. Caricatures. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, they feel yeah exactly so they're like these kind of cart- it's it's five overall felt a bit cartoonish even in the look a little bit it's it's look is and more I, and i get that it's la cartoon. like what they did is right you know i don't think they should for the environment yeah for, for the, the environment basically environment. one of my i think the biggest things i'm finding out as i'm talking is i'd like New York environment a lot better and the feel than the Los Angeles look and feel you yeah. know that was a huge thing but also if i will be you know critical of the game the characters like i said michael franklin and trevor as much as they are they're they're interesting to me they weren't memorable maybe trevor trevor was a memorable character he really stood out as somebody that i'll remember for a long time but no way like nico bellic or uh his cousin roman are the characters that sort (laughs) of of course how can i forget him or brucey i don't know these characters in four felt real felt honest and felt they didn't they weren't trying to be crazy zany over the top. Five is an over the top game in a yeah. lot of different ways, and and we know you're not a fan of that. I'm just that's not my that's style. Why I haven't been able to really get into the multiplayer Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, it's, it's just, just too mayhem. much. It's just mayhem, dude. And it's like I yeah, can't make any sense of it. Everyone's I need got structure. Jets. I, yeah, just yeah, I know. It's just and I and I had fun playing five with my friends when we do our own thing. You right. know, we go fly planes together. That's amazing. It's an amazingly big, massive, cool looking game, but. Again, yeah, it's a lot of it's over the top. The story is ridiculous of how these people come together and the stuff that they do together. Um, and it's funny because the way they frame the game at the beginning, the first mission that you do, you're in like 
North Dakota, Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. You're in like, you do like a, a, a robbery in, in like a snow village in like North it's Dakota. Middle of nowhere. The snow yeah. level. The snow level. And it's great. It's got a great atmosphere. The feeling there is awesome. And then once you get to LA, everything sort of changes and the family. And it's, it's also, it's, it's, it kind of bore me down with uh, a lot of like the political agenda. It tried to, everything's so in your face of this is making fun of this. This, it's very satirical. And Grand Theft yeah. Auto has always been satirical to definitely a degree, but five really, throws it in your face. And it's fine. It's funny. A lot of it works. But again, I just don't like the presentation. I don't know. Everything just felt like, look how funny this is. Look how great this is. And I was like, dude, I just, you know, well, it's, it's just, like just, give, me great, just give me darkness. Give me, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. give me the darkness. No, you know, I get that it. One I get it. If that's what kill it's... like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You do. Like with a phone and then like he's dancing around on stage, like give me money and like we're going to give away all your secrets. Like, oh, this is so of the moment, which is great. It's, 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 you need stuff like that. But I don't know, like, it just doesn't rub me, like, the right way for some right. whatever reason. No, I get it. And it also, and I know it's a thing of Grand Theft Auto games, but, like, there was a couple missions that I was just like, why am I having to do this? Oh, you got, like, tow trucks well, for, like, like, a couple missions. Yeah, you or, know, like, the like, one where you, you, you practice yoga with Michael's yeah, wife, and, and it's just buttons, like, and you have to do it all, and I was just like, why like, am I, I doing this? this yoga instructor's like, funny, and, like, so uh, And, like, your wife's into him, because, like, she's into her right. tennis coach that you caught, you know, Right, yeah. It's just like... It's in-depth, it's cool that it's there, but, yeah, I didn't really care. I just don't care about these characters. They're bad people. Nico, they're all like bad to me. You yeah. know, they're I all mean, like Franklin's Franklin. The I, only Franklin one. Yeah, Franklin actually, I can sort of uh, get by his morals and what he's doing. But Trevor and Michael, I'm just like, I don't care about these guys. Trevor, Franklin, I did like actually. I Trevor, I, like he's crazy and he's wild and he's out of control. Right, and so, and that's cool. But it also got a little wearing after a while. It is. It's like, I like everything he says is crazy. I like. He's always like, oh, get out of my truck. Yeah, he's always like, like uh, yelling and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And it's just like. Michael, I did like, yeah, just because yep. he, you know, I don't know, I liked that he's just kind of like, ah, I've got all the, like you said, he's just yeah, unhappy, he's like stuff. unhappy. He's, he's got all this stuff, nice house, you know, and all this every other thing, nice cars, but he's like unhappy because he just wants to go like be who he was before, right? Which is and a so criminal, yeah. Which <laughs> yeah, I, mean, he's I get to it. Be a criminal. Some people are lifelong criminals. Yeah, it's how some people are wired, but it's just. But still, it, his I liked him a little bit more. But Trevor, it's like yeah. I got a little tired of his it's overly zany weirdness. And you know, I mean, like again, there's not a lot of terrible things to say. I'm being very, very critical on the game. And um, the other thing that bugged me was the physics from four to five. Four physics, I, and I like physics a lot. The four physics felt so much better. And this is a funny analogy. And uh, but this is what you do in Grand Theft Auto. Sometimes, sometimes you run. <laughs> You run over a lot of people on a sidewalk, right? Yeah. You run over like 50 Gotta people. Got to run away from the cops, and sometimes, yeah. you know, there's just collateral damage. <laughs> when four, when you hit people, like, you really felt your car slow down. <laughs> you did. You really felt them under you the really wheels, felt crunching the around. You could, and you'd hit four, then five, then six, and you're like, oh, I'm really slowing down. <laughs> I better quit hitting people if I want to get away. These are good physics. <laughs> and in five, you just like slice right through them. So I was like, oh, that's different. And even the car wrecks in four to five are different. The, the yeah. cars in four have weight. The cars in five don't have much weight. You're flying all over the place. That's a small thing, but it meant a lot to me. No, that kind of stuff makes a difference. I would, yeah, no, I'll tell you, the first time I played it, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this game. I was driving around, and I did not like the way it felt driving. Uh-oh. I was like, Oh boy! There's a lot of driving in the game. It's, I mean, it's in the name. It's a, it's a driving game, and um, and then I shot a car a lot <laughs> with like a assault rifle. I was like, oh okay, let's see the bullet holes, and like you know, that's what that's. Yeah. I honestly do that every time I get a first person shooter. I like find something and I shoot on like bullet holes. Yeah, you want to see what it's like? Shells on the ground. Check. <laughs> I don't know why I like that, but yeah. So I shot like this van. It, it like didn't see bullet holes. The damage didn't look good to me. 
and the explosion looked like a cartoon explosion. I was mm. bummed. I was bummed. But I got used to it. Blah, blah, blah. Great game. Not as good as 4, in my opinion. Boom. Well, there it is. Multiplayer's a hell of a lot better. Do you want to give it the Mogan Boo? Do I want to give it the Mogan Boo? Is it? I can't, des- no, it's I not can't deserving give, no, enough of the it, Boo. I can't give Grant the It's Dawn still a great game. The Mogan Boo, the worst <laughs> review I saw, possible. I saw a tweet. Uh, Colin Moriarty, one of the co- kind of funny guys, uh, he tweeted out the other day, and I saw this. This is kind of funny. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V was the best-selling game at retail in the United States for the month of July. It came out nearly three years ago. <sighs> wow. That's pretty... That's insane. That's an accomplishment. It is. I mean, the game is the, so well put together. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it's still a great game. But and what are dollars game. to actual quality? And then it's like, <laughs> but, you know, compared to the others. And it was cool because like, came, it came out originally for PS3 and Xbox 360. And then oh, when yeah. the new... Uh, Consoles came out. The new, you know, the next generation of consoles came out. They then released the one for Xbox One and PS4, which added some new features like being they able did. to play first, first person, yeah, which is really cool. The the editor mode and all this stuff where you can make like all these videos, yeah. which have produced some excellent content. Yeah. online. I will say there's kind of a little weird thing that uh, kind of pertains to why I don't know if I just don't like it enough, but I did not get it for the new gen console. So I, I, did I got it for because I hadn't got enough uh, far enough okay. into the the previous gen yeah. version to be like, oh, it's going to kill me if I restart. Yeah. So I got it. For I felt PS4. like I had gotten what I needed out of it from 360 and all my friends got it. And I'm like, just, dude, just get it. Like, we still play it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> that was more of a principle of I'm not going to buy a game twice. Yeah. I agree with that. I, get that. I, I just won't yeah. do it. I get that. It has to be a very special game for yeah. me to buy, like yeah. a remaster yeah. or a Master Chief Collection I did, but that's a lot of games. Though. Yeah, that's like four games. <clears throat> yeah, that's different. Wrong with that. And I saw that side by side. You showed that to me. The difference oh, in graphics? Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, oh my it's, God. Oh, yeah. We oh watched Halo God. 2 cinematics. Yeah. Oh, it was it's amazing. Like, oh, it's I was like, so holy good. crap. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. So what is the worst game okay. from Spyro? Spyro. <laughs> First of all, I have to correct myself. I totally got my titles crisscrossed. Uh-oh. Technically, the best was Year. Year of the Dragon. Oh. Not to enter the dragon. My oh. bad. Oh, so we were, we were all laughing yeah. about we this. All, like, we were all stuff. shitting on the wrong game. So it's Year of the Dragon is the best. The enter next one, the very similar. So first of all, in the Spyro community, this is... Ease, there, this is a popular opinion. No one is going to fight me on this. Enter the Dragonfly. The fourth Spyro game came right after three is easily the worst <laughs> installment. <laughs> Bar none. No one will fight me on this. Mm-hmm. I dare you! I <laughs> dare you to fight me on this because everyone, it's, it's a shining example of a game that took a franchise that was really on its up because Spyro's one, two, and three all kind of curved up mm-hmm. and then immediately oh, tanked it. Bummer. Like, Enter the Dragonfly is looked at as what basically killed the Spyro series mm. because everything that came after Enter the Dragonfly wasn't compared to one, two, and three. It was compared to Enter the Dragonfly. And everyone went, we're not going to play that piece of shit game again. Mm. So what, this is largely because they changed hands. So I mentioned that Insomniac Games had Spyro all the way up until 2000 with Year of the Dragon. Okay. And then they basically said, hey, we don't want it anymore. We feel like we've taken Spyro as far as he can and should go. Mm. So we're going to let go of it. And whoever took it over for Enter the Dragonfly, I don't know who, but they effed it up epically. <laughs> Okay, so you know how sometimes um, character models, especially in older games, don't quite match up with their voice acting? Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know those 
mechanical creatures that are like a joke from Chuck E. Cheese type yep. things that are like cartoonish, but they're also terrifying. Mm-hmm. That's what Five the characterization mm. was like in Spyro. Mm. It was a mix of graphics, video game graphics, but you got the feeling of horrifying mechanical creatures. Huh. And their modeling was phenomenally bad. Like, it's so weird. Spyro 3 to Enter the Dragonfly, down. It's a downgrade, which you know almost never see that. You yeah. very rarely yeah. see a game Unless go it's a backwards. dramatic switch and like art style like it in Zelda, wasn't. but it it's not. not. It's just they like... very much tried to keep it the same art style. You could argue that from a distance and without your glasses on, it looks like the same game. But okay. then once you put them back on, you're like, oh, we're in a nightmare land. Hmm. This is a weird alternate universe nightmare. So it's actually like a, almost, it's a, you should look up some of the cutscenes. They're hilariously yeah, horrible. Um, so like characters will be talking and then their faces, it's really weird. They have like these weird bulging eyes to like indicate their expressions combined with mouths that are way too wide. Ooh. Like their mouths go all the way back here and then like go like this <laughs> to talk. And it's just like, oh my God, horrible nightmare creature. Please get away from me. So like imagine those motions, but not synced up with the voice you're hearing. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, dear sweet Jesus, uh, this is horrible. There's a really funny one of money bags. So money bags. Oh, it's awful. Oh yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Look at how <laughs> oh bad that God. is. So, like, what year was this one? (laughs) This was only about two years. This was 2001 or two. Okay, so, I mean, graphics weren't fantastically far advanced, but, like, still, that looks bad for even... Yeah, and actually, what's interesting is they appeared to have been making more of a push to give it a more 3D look. Mm. Yeah. Because Spyro 3 was a little bit flatter. It was a little bit more 2D, but that didn't hurt the game because that was what they had at the time, and it based on the rest of the game, it matched. What's interesting is the characters look extremely out of place in their environment, because the environments, the levels, still look pretty comparable to Spyro 3, but you have this very noticeable mismatch. It's not just actual characters that you interact with, it's regular enemies out and about in the world that have this really out-of-place look, and you're just like, oh god, something is wrong here. So it's like they spent most of their budget on like the... The modeling of the of the they people of the budget characters on booze <laughs> and were hammered <laughs> when they made this game. They I don't know who what they were thinking. Um, and a lot of people have pointed to the fact that this is a product of rush development. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's they tried to release it way too soon after Spyro mm-hmm. Three to push on that momentum because Spyro had momentum at the time, and they released this piece o crap game that tanked the whole series. And oh, don't worry, there's more. I just have to refer to. <laughs> my notes real quick um in addition to uh not already having much of a story there's really not that much of a plot to spyro uh enter the dragonfly had even less than that so it comes right off the heels of spyro 3 you've gotten back all of the baby dragon eggs you're having a party to celebrate that you got back all the baby dragon eggs and all of the baby dragons are about to get their own dragonflies Mm, spyro has his dragonfly they're all gonna get theirs it's very like link and his fairy so you're like oh this is great. And then, of course, Ripto from Ripto's Rage shows back up and you're like, no, we killed him. And the game's like, oh, no, when you thought you killed him, he actually just went back to his regular dimension. It's like horse apples. <laughs> I killed that. I call BS. I call BS. <laughs> uh, shenanigans. So so that was, that was 
something that was just annoying. Ripto comes back. They didn't even have time to make a new uh, character for you to fight against. And basically all he does, it's really weird in the opening cutscene. Everyone's like awake. Everyone knows what's happening. Spyro's right there. Ripto's right there. And he's like, we're taking all of these dragonflies. And it's like, Spyro, you can breathe fire. Fuck him up right here. What are you doing? But they kind of just sit around and let them take all the dragonflies for reasons unknown. And you're like, great, this is awesome. So you're already off to a shaky start. And then the characters that they had from the previous games were noticeably flatter. Uh, I don't think they kept a lot of the same voice actors around. So even characters that you loved before, like Bianca from Spyro 3, who had a lot of heart and a lot of character, A, she was barely in it, which is a shame because she had a really strong character in a game that comparably doesn't have many. Mm -hmm. So you had no real NPCs that you enjoyed or could interact with. You had horrible enemies and an extremely buggy game enter the dragonflies bugs are awful Mm. the load times the loading screens this is not a joke there are loading screens to the loading screen (laughs) that's real the loading times were so long there would be like a pre-loading screen and then you'd get to the loading (laughs) screen and they would take just notoriously long. And in some of the previous games, the loading screens were actually kind of fun. They were like semi-interactive. You were like, oh, okay, this is all right. In this game, it's just like an animation of Spyro flying through space. Like it's not even anything pretty. No scenery, no nothing. It's just like, well, I'm stuck here for 15 minutes to get to the next loading screen. And on top of that, loading screens were very, very frequent. They were too frequent and incredibly long, and that made it almost impossible to play in the first place, and B, you would never, ever want to replay it in your entire life. I still go back and play Spyro 1. I still go back and play uh, Year of the Dragon. I still play those games, but Enter the Dragonfly, never, ever, ever again. It's so broken, you can literally dash, like there will be like animations of gates, not animations, gates in the regular world that you are meant to have a key to get into. You can do Spyro's dash, And if you just kind of position yourself exactly right, you just go straight through. Hmm. You can you can beat the game in ten minutes. That's how broken (laughs) it is. You you can cheat. You can blaze right through it if you know what to do. Break the game. Ten minutes, you're at the final boss. It's just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And then the entire mechanic of the game that you're meant to be pursuing, saving these little baby dragonflies was so much horse apples because you have this uh, bubble breath. So, of course, Spyro breathes fire, but for the sake of these dragonflies, you can't breathe fire on them. They'll die. So you have bubble breath. So you encounter these dragonflies out and about in the world, and you have to run up to them, breathe on them, and then bubble them to catch them. But the game was so broken and the camera was so bad, you couldn't move to where they were in an, in an orderly fashion. You could not aim at them. It was horrible. And then, as if that weren't bad enough, the frame rate were horrible. <laughs> was horrible. So even when you were just walking around, it was extremely laggy. And it's just like, are you kidding me? You could make a game for Spyro 3 and have it be awesome, but you can't go forward a few years and do anything even remotely as good. It was. It was. So a, it devolved. It was. It was a 
devolution. <laughs> devolution <laughs> like nobody's business. And every game that came after that, and there were at least a few that yeah, came after that, that was they never the brought it back. Spyro. Enter the Dragonfly killed Damn, the Spyro series' popularity. Mm-hmm. So there may have been hardcore players out there that were like, no, we'll give the others a yeah. try. But after it left Insomniac it Games, a- it was never the same. Hmm. And it was worse, significantly worse. Damn. Spyro, enter the dragonfly. Don't play it. Boo. 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 So out of curiosity, I went and looked. It was developed by Check Six Games and Equinox Digital Entertainment. Fuck those guys. (laughs) Which they don't even have links to a Wikipedia page based on them. So that's one done. And then, but it was published by, and this is what I think is the indicator that, yeah, it probably wasn't going to be that great. Is it EA? No, published by Universal Interactive. Universal Uh, Movie, like uh, Universal Movies. Like their interactive branch. That's weird. Most like I will say, mm. WB has had a good run of like releasing games and stuff, or publishing, helping publish uh. games that have been pretty that have been pretty good. But most of the time, that's a that's a market that it's not going to yeah. be that great. So, Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. Horrible. All right. <laughs> so mine to bring us bring home, us home, Jared, is of the Call of Duty Black Ops series within the Call of Duty franchise, the worst one. Is Black Ops Three? Ooh, scandalous! I'm glad you didn't say two. No, That's I actually really I like Wouldn't two. We've had a problem. Say two. Change your mind, Jerry. No, Change two. I actually really like two because you. It, it still had Mason, Alex Mason, in it. It had some flashbacks, but then also some flash forwards, um, and then and all this other stuff. And it. Uh, and then I love the villain of two was really good. Um, and there was this one, the one mission I remember where you actually are when like your guys are sent to assassinate the villain whose name is escaping me now. Uh, but you are, I think it's Raul. <laughs> Raul. Mm-hmm. It I'm going to oh, see it's it from bedazzled. But what? remember that movie bedazzled? No, no, no. with Elizabeth Hurley and Brendan Fraser. Come on. No. Oh, I, I know what. It, okay, I know, it makes I six wishes it. with the devil to do, and the wishes always like screw oh, him wait, over. Never mind. I the think the first it, does, one he wants to be a Colombian drug has, lord. Like, a boa constrictor. Yep, ah, there's gotcha. a scene. There the first go. thing he wants. Raúl Menéndez. Okay, never mind. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Raúl. Raúl Menéndez. <laughs> and you're just sent to kill him, and then you wind up like accidentally killing his sister in the in the in the assault, like in a bombing or something that happens, and then it switches to you get to play as Raúl Menéndez, and but it's and it was basically like he's like gone gone crazy and everything, and he's rushed and so it was an interesting thing you take shitloads of damage but it doesn't kill you ever because it's kind of it's to give you the feeling of like you're pissed so you're going on a rampage mm. and so it's like it was a it was a weird detraction that out of the norm for call of duty to be able to do that but it for that moment in that section in that mission it was excellent an mm. excellent choice nice. but anyway so i really liked that game three here we sit <laughs> black ops three the one that just came out oh can you hit the camera um, and to be fair, and but this also gives some credence to why it hits the worst. I have not finished it yet. I no. am in process of playing it. I got it for a while, but I got it and played the multiplayer, but didn't move on to the campaign for a while. And then I, I started playing the campaign actually not that long ago. And I'm about halfway through it, but it's a chore. Remind me, did this come out this year or last year? Last year. Okay. Oh, it's that recent. Yeah. yeah. Last I, no- I knew it was last more November. recent, but I wasn't sure how much. And it, I'm like I said, halfway through, it's a chore. Whereas the story of Black Ops 1 is the thing that endeared me to it and why mm-hmm. I think that one is the, is the best of the Black Ops series. Black Ops 3 story is so cut and dry and just very 
like it's not it's not well developed and thought out really at all. So basically, what it starts out, it's in the future. They have like you know humans can be like augmented soldiers kind of thing. It's like the mix, and they're also now like war robots and different things like that. It's very futuristic. Um, and then it starts off. You raid this. You you become augmented because you're almost killed in like the first mission. And then you get like augments to save your life. So are you getting like cyborg parts? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. like mechanical okay. arms, mechanical oh, okay. legs, stuff okay. like that. And then you have like some abilities that they give you. Like you can use like abilities and like a shockwave to throw people back. You oh. know, so it's got some, it, it's got some cool additions into the gameplay like that. But the story just blows because it, um, so you do that. You go through this whole training mission with this guy who you think is going to be like, your bro. And it's uh, played by Christopher Maloney, you mm-hmm. know, from uh, Law and Order SVU and stuff like that. Wait, who does uh, he play? He plays the this character, John Taylor, in the game. No, who does he play in SVU? Uh, Elliot Stabler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, so he's he's in apples. this one. Okay. And also, like, a lot of people are in this one. Uh, Katie Sackhoff oh. is in it and, and, and stuff like that, too. And... And so anyway, you like go through this very in-depth training mission with him and these other people of his unit. And so you're like, oh, this is cool. We're going to be running with these really elite guys. Um, but then the next mission starts and you go on this other mission with a buddy from the first mission, Hendrix. And he chose to become augmented after you were injured so he could join this, this force, this special force too. Because you're best bros. Yeah. And Aww. so you're going on this mission. You go through it. You get to the end and you find this group of, uh, because you're in Singapore and you're fighting this group called the 54 Immortals who have like taken over after like catastrophic events mm-hmm. have, have played the world and they've taken over in Singapore. So you go to like rescue these people from there and you get to where they are and they're all dead. And they, and they are, they've been shot and execute in like an execution style that looks very similar to a, um, to a 54 Immortals hitman. Mm. But oh. you're able to use your augmentations to like basically plug into their brain, basically to like Call pull duty, out, man. Yeah, right. to like this crazy, really out of the norm. <laughs> to be to like pull out their last memory kind of uh-huh. thing to see what they they saw and what you see in this thing, or maybe it was from like a computer chip that was there that like recorded it. I can't remember exactly. Those are two but anyway, very different things. Well, I mean, you pull a recording of what right. happened right. from somewhere, and from what you see is that it's actually John Taylor and his crew. Are the oh, ones who shot him, and so you're like, "Wait, what's happening?" Stabler, come on! <laughs> and so then you're just like, and so your guy Hendrix, who has been friends with Taylor for a long time, is like, "No, that doesn't make sense." And then basically, it just from that point on puts him onto this whole thing. We're about everything out of his mouth after that is, "What? That doesn't make sense. Taylor wouldn't do that. I know Taylor; he's a good man." And just like that, like very cliched, basic mm-hmm. dialogue that mm-hmm. we've heard a bajillion times before. Mm-hmm. Embrace reality, man. Yeah, and it's like and he's, he's supposed to like suddenly act like he's questioning everything. And I'm like, wait, this is only mission three. I did like the intro mission, the training mission, and now I'm here. I don't know enough about what's going on to question to be questioning things as much I as trust. you're questioning. And so, but it's like shaking his world, and he's like, "Who do we trust, man? I don't know who to trust." Hello, fuck off. You know, it's, and I'm just like, dude, I don't, yeah, here. Keep on, a cool head. I don't know. And so then you meet up with a, a during this mission, you're being directed through your, you know, through your headsets and everything by this uh, other uh, agent, Kane, Rachel Kane, and who is also on Taylor's team. So immediately Hendrix is like, I don't know if we should be trusting her, <laughs> you know, because I don't know what's going on. And, and it's, what and, you, and your guy, at home. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> and your guy normally it, like he's, he'll respond back to him too. And normally in call of duty, you know, and stuff like, or whatever. And he'll talk back and he'll be like, no, no, you can trust her. And I'm like, because she's, she's not that way. 
And it's just like, why is she not that way? And <laughs> what, it's just what, like all these like things. And it's just like, it, I need facts. I need proof. <laughs> yeah. It was very much just like it, it, it set it up and it looked like you were going to be like bros with, with Taylor. And then all of a sudden you're not, but you don't know why you're not you. And then you just, and I, I mean, maybe it all comes clear by the time I finish the game, but right now, <sighs> yeah, what if it's like the greatest ending ever? <laughs> you're like, ah. it could be, and, <laughs> I, and it, I will come back and revise my statement that it at least had a good ending. But as of right now, halfway in, it's like a chore to play because the story is like, there's this one mission, like the, the, next mission after the 54 mortals storm your safe house and you can't tell if Kane's dead the building like blows up and your character that you're playing as um is like no i'm gonna go get her i'm gonna go in there and hendrix is like no that's not the mission we don't know if we can trust her so <laughs> she's probably dead the building blew up <laughs> one and more like, time <laughs> and she's like no i'm gonna go get her you fight through like another wave you finish that wave hendrix is like are you sure this is worth it man we don't even know if we can trust her oh no i can get her and then you fight through another I told you, Hendrix. Then you fight, one through, more you fight time. through another wave. <laughs> Come on, man. We're running out of time. She's not worth it. She's worth it, man. I'm going to save her. And then it just, Jesus. I was just like, Jesus. The could frat the, party. Could the, <laughs> Bro. Could Bro. the dialogue be any more Bro, stilted and fake? Come on. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And so I just like was dragging on me. And then also, the other part about it is like I'm playing it on I believe the hardened difficulty because I've played Call of Duty a lot. So I'm used to it. So I'm, I'm, you know, I like playing on that difficulty now. So it's not super easy, but this one, instead of like presenting hard situations and difficult situations, I feel like their solution to making it harder is just throwing insane amount of enemies at you. Yeah. Oh, who I hate lazy that. I aren't hate that. necessarily the smartest enemies. Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of them. They rush at you, but like you can take them out really easily. And especially since you're like a super mech, sol- like super soldier, you're able to like take out big groups of them all at once. Like there's this one that like, if robots are like three robots will be coming at you, you can like overheat one of them's core and oh. it explodes. And then the other two will like freak out and explode then. And then like this one that like makes that like causes you to freeze humans or something like that, or, or like puts them into convulsion, something like that. So there you could take like three or four of them at a time. I don't know. It was just, it's just like I'm going through this and yeah, I'm getting killed, but because there's a lot of people, not necessarily that it's like, Oh, this is difficult. So now I'm like, Oh, these five guys are going to come over here grenade yeah not know. because it's an actual challenge because it's a swarm it's just a swarm mm, right that. and so i don't know it's just it just hasn't it hasn't felt as i mean i know call of duty gets a lot of flack whereas they're because they're just like these are so dumb it's the same thing turned out year over year and i agree with that yes it's the amount of annualization that call of duty has is ridiculous um, I think it could stand like call, like Assassin's Creed this year is not coming out with a new one. I think take Call of Duty could, could take a break. There you go. The game is popular enough. A year off is not going to kill you. Right. No. And to bring some new fun things, like really interesting things to the game is going to be great. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, yes, they split the games between three different developers and each one takes a cycle, takes a year. So like granted that developer has time to, you know, build and improve. But like <laughs> who owns Call of Duty? Um, like who? Who gets Activision who's is like part in part of them, but then um, Treyarch, I believe Treyarch's the one. Treyarch's the one who makes Black uh, Black Ops, Sledgehammer. So does that mean they all own a piece of it? Like they're like contract, like contracted out, I believe. And I then, bet it's a conspiracy. Yeah, I bet it's the. Comedians. And then like Activision is <laughs> yeah. the and Infinity Ward is the is the third one. Um, so anyway. So that just to me, it's just like I'm I'm trying to play it because I played all the other Call of Duties. I want to get through this one eventually too, especially because like Infinity War, Infinite Warfare is coming out later this year with the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remaster. So I like I want to be able to check it off the list. But 
God Almighty, it's, being, <laughs> it's putting me through the ringer. Just because the right now, if nothing else, the dialogue is about to kill me. I can fi- I'm fine uh, with like bro. shooting down swarms of people, but like the dialogue in and of itself, and like I don't understand what's happening. And it's like <laughs> Call of Duty, like that's what I loved about Black Ops. There was enough mystery to like keep you like, wait, what's happening? And then a twist would come up, like, oh, Reznov's not actually alive; he's dead, and he's just a vision in your mind, you know, <laughs> because you're brainwashing. Like all that stuff was crazy, and, and because of Black Ops One in black ops one, but black ops three, it's like trying to make this big thing and it's just falling flat. And I just can't, I just can't boom. And a very, going to have the best ending of your life. <laughs> it, it might. <laughs> and then I'm, I'll be back in like three episodes from now and be like, guys, Sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> That's the best of the series. <laughs> Reverse it. It blows one out of the water. Surprise. <laughs> But no, so yeah, so that is uh, Black Ops Black Ops 3. Black Ops, uh, three. I will say, <laughs> I will say, uh, I have not played it as much because other things like Overwatch came out, but the the multiplayer for Black Ops 3 is pretty great. I will give it that um, because it does have, it, like with the specialists that you unlock, you know, that have their each certain set of abilities that, and so it, 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 it's like Overwatch in the sense where like it adds some variation to the core characters, the core people that they are, but then you could still have, and it's got insane levels of, uh, customization to your loadouts and everything. So that's really cool. I, I do really like the, the multiplayer and I will give strong props to that. But, uh, but yeah, the, the campaign, oh my God, it's, it's, it's rough. Do you want to give it the boo? I'll give it a boo. Oh, harsh. Those are harsh words. That's a harsh word. Harsh. Harsh word, sir. Strongly spoken word. <laughs> it's but, a good uh, firm opinion. <laughs> but yeah, that, right. so that is, uh, that is my worst <clears throat> of, nice. of the f- series. Nice. Song time? I was about to I say, don't so. we have a closing don't segment? We, have a, don't we, we have a do. Hint? We do have a hint. Uh, Zach is bringing right. us the song this episode. And remember... The contest begins to guess to allow everyone to, a fair amount of time for people to listen to the episode. Give us the you, the first person to reply with the correct answer starting at Wednesday, 9 a.m., the Wednesday after this episode Wait, goes I live. Wait, I thought we said noon. Let's, oh, the, first, the episode last week. We, oh, okay. more yeah, than nine. Nine. Oh, yeah. We originally talked about Tuesday at noon, then we oh, moved okay. it. So okay. Wednesday, Jake. 9 a.m., Give us your best guesses. Hopefully oh. they're right. <laughs> and we will, <laughs> and we will uh, announce, give a shout out. To the person who guesses correctly. So, Zach, hit us with your hint. I, uh, the hint is, it is not from Little Big Planet. Ooh. This song is not from Little Big Planet. <laughs> so it's from Big Small Planet. Well, it's just, you, if you want to guess, you can guess. I, well, Thank you. <laughs> Wednesday at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, there it is. It is not from Little Big Planet. Send us your guesses at Wednesday, 9 a.m. sharp, so that you have the best chance of being the, the correct answer. <laughs> but yeah. Derp. Yeah. Derp. <laughs> so this has been, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, or before until next time, again, send us your comments, questions, anything like that to teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube so you can watch the episodes in video format as well as some game clips, bonus bonus odes, and episode highlights. You should really check it out. You should follow us on all these things to get the full team chat experience. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty, pretty damn great. But until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right. 
by Rachel Mogan. Au revoir. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace. Stick around for the song.